Welcome to Because You Need to Know. I am Edwin K. Morse, President and Founder of Pioneer Knowledge Services. This series is your digital resource of valuable conversations with nonprofit and knowledge management enthusiasts from across industries and from around the globe. Knowledge management and e-services professional Jim Mullins is our guest. He has over 25 years experience in the technology industry and has gained a really deep passion for knowledge management. He has served in technical support, training and development, as well as e-support. Jim sees knowledge management as the true game changer for how services and support are provided for customers. So I hear you're near a very observable and knowable icon of where you're from. What is it? Okay. Um, if your listeners are familiar with it, I live about six miles from the Blarney Stone. And legend has it that if you kiss the Blarney Stone, it's basically a stone at the top of Blarney Castle up in the battlements. If you kiss that stone, you gain the gift of the gab, which basically enables you to um, talk your way out of things. It enables you to <laughs> endear people to you and basically become a charmer overnight. Uh, apparently, the uh, lord in that castle back in the day um, was summoned to the court by Queen Elizabeth I, and he was in a spot of bother. And uh, he managed to charm his way out of it with Queen Elizabeth I. And then uh, it followed after that he had the gift of the gab. And that's, that's where the legend comes from, apparently. So do you think there's a requirement for knowledge management people to have a gift of gab? It's not a requirement, but it would certainly help, Edwin. You know? <laughs> especially when, when you're trying to, uh, especially when you're trying to drive adoption and you're trying to encourage people to share knowledge across the organization. That's where uh, it comes in. Why handy. is that such a hard thing to do? Oh, it can be, yeah. Um, you know, you'll often hear people say that knowledge is power. And if I'm, people sometimes believe that if they're retaining power, that you know, if they're retaining knowledge, they're retaining the power within the organization. However, that mindset is changing. And what we're seeing across the globe now is people who share their knowledge more readily are the people who are seen as the most valuable people in the organization. Hmm. You know? Because they're more authentic or they're more transparent? No, it's just that their their knowledge has been leveraged in a one-to-many uh, context as opposed to one-to-one. Now, I come from a, a technical support background, but I think it applies to, you know, NGOs as well, that um, the people who are most valuable are the people who can put their knowledge to work in a one-to-many situation versus one-to-one. Right. One-to-many is definitely a way to go, but... Does it seem to be a hiring practice issue of getting that kind of personality involved? It, it certainly helps to, to set the expectation. When What I do is if I'm hiring people, I outline at the start that there is an expectation that you will be sharing your knowledge with others. Mm-hmm. It is expected of you that not only will you obviously you, you, you'll gain knowledge and experience through interactions with our clients and customers, but there's an obligation on everybody to share that knowledge, not just with ourselves internally, 
but to share that with our, our customers and our partners as well so that we can enable them to be more successful also. Right, because ultimately that strengthens the bond of trust. Exactly. Not, not only does it um, enhance that trust relationship with your customers, but it also reduces customer effort. Because if you give them the knowledge and the wherewithal to be successful, it's going to increase their satisfaction and that leads to better customer loyalty as well. Ah, retention, retention, right? Retention and loyalty, yeah. Yeah, and what's becoming an increasing factor in customers' purchasing decisions nowadays, be it whether you're a huge financial institution or a consumer who's buying a refrigerator, right? What people are looking at nowadays is customer effort. We have a situation where, like, you know, you're buying a product, are you getting value for money? Does it do what it's supposed to do? And that's, a, that's all part of your experience. But what, another factor is how easy is it for me to manage this product or use this product? And the easier it is, the more likely I am to go back to that vendor. To use it, right? Um, so that's something that we're very... You're, you're enabling a whole process around a kind of a point-to-point sales engagement. Yeah, it is. Because, you, you know, you know, coming from a, 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 you know, a technology company, right, the customer experience is, is huge for us. And we're constantly being compared with other vendors in terms of the performance of our systems, mm-hmm. the capacity, uh, value of ownership, and so on. And then you got that customer effort piece. So all other things being equal, when it comes to repurchasing decisions, a lot of customers are looking at how often do I have to call these people or are they calling me? Mm. So if we're supporting customers proactively through knowledge, that's a far better experience than having to pick up the phone every other day to try and get something fixed. That's an engagement model that is kind of hands-on and, like you say, proactive, and that doesn't just happen. That's a design feature, yeah. right? I mean, you have to design yeah, that yeah, into exactly. the system. Exactly, and it's not something that can happen overnight. A lot of organizations are supporting or delivering service to customers in a lot of ways reactively, and you don't just change that overnight. You don't just go from reactive to proactive, but when you do get there, your support organization or service delivery organization is still going to be just as busy. It's just that they're going to be busy in a proactive manner rather than reactive. And that's a far better experience for our customers. Mm. Do you need a strategic vision to, yeah. to transform you, that? You need a, a vision of you know, what needs to change within the organization. The biggest factor being culture, you know, getting that mindset in place of sharing knowledge and so on. And, I often compare it to working in a fire department, right? If you've got two fire departments in two cities, you know, let's say that both these cities are like half a million people each, right? One fire department puts out a lot more fires than the other. Which fire department is doing the better job? (laughs) I think I get in your point here, Mr. Blarney Stone. Tell me more. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah, the idea is, like, if you look at a fire department, most of their time is spent on things like inspections, education, fire prevention, uh, building codes, right? 
all of this work and a lot of people you know it might they might say it bugs them but it's all there for a purpose exactly it's to prevent big fires from happening they don't sit around in a fire station playing cards all day right (laughs) they're training right they're training they're doing inspections and so on and if you've got a fire department that spends most of its time scrambling out to a fire and putting it out then there's something wrong and the thing is, in support organizations, we tend to look at how many cases we closed or how many, what were our response times and all this, whereas we need to change, change the mindset so that it, it is, it's, it's, you know, it's, wide. yeah, yeah, you're anticipating, right? You're anticipating problems, not yeah. waiting. And if something comes in from one customer, you ask yourself, could this possibly impact other customers as well? Or could other customers have the same situation? Well, let's jump ahead of that and, and you know, head it off at the pass, you could say. Yeah? In, in a knowledge organization, yeah. how hard is that to get to? How, and, and more importantly, what are the measurements, as you said, the measurements of a reactive organization is a little simpler to, to calculate. How do you calculate or how do you set measurements of effectiveness in a proactive stance? That's... That's a good question. If you go back to the fire department analogy, it's like going to the mayor of the city and saying, well, this is the number of fires we prevented last year, right? Yeah. And I think you need to look at it as, if, if this is our volume of reactive cases in 2019, let's say we, we close like, let's say a company closed 300 tickets a, a week or something like that. And now they're down to 150 tickets a week, you know, uh, if you can, what you need to be able to do is attribute that reduction to your knowledge management efforts. Mm. So, for example, you might see that customers are viewing your knowledge-based content more. Customers are consuming video content from your teams. So we, we've had an increase in proactive interventions with customers. Okay. Um, those sort of metrics are things that you can correlate directly to a reduction in reactive work then. Right, and correlation's a key term there because you can't show a direct cause effect, but if your self-help information is being accessed more, you have to assume that that's answering the mail to some degree. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 like a curve. If you see, you know, a dramatic increase in the consumption of your your knowledge content uh, and a consequent reduction in reactive work, then there's your correlation, you know? Does every CEO or chief operations officer get that? A lot of people do. Um, and, you know, a lot of them are very passionate about this. That, And they're looking at it not just from a business efficiencies perspective, but they're looking at it increasingly from the, the perspective of the customer experience, you know. Mm-hmm. Anytime I meet customers, I always ask them, do you mind me asking what your impressions are of our support capabilities and your support experience and this one customer said to me i uh, i'm not in a position to do that and i said well well okay that's fair enough he says no i'm not i'm not being evasive he said i never have to call you people (laughs) (laughs) that's a ringing endorsement isn't it yeah he said i've got your stuff in my data center you know what else do i need Uh, you know i use your products and services I never have to call you people. You call me, I see you dial into my, you know, you, you do proactive interventions and so on. Mm-hmm. I, I don't have to call you and that's the way I want to keep it, you know. 
Well, and that's, like I said, that's a great endorsement. That should be a t-shirt. That should be a bumper sticker. That should be, you know, like your, your yeah. mantra for the, I, for the organization itself. Yeah. I never have to call you guys. Yeah. <laughs> Success. We won. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, to wrap things up, can you tell me what your definition of knowledge management is? Oh, uh, well, my definition of knowledge management would be uh, to enable the capture and sharing of the, the collective knowledge of an organization to the benefit of that organization and the people who rely on it. It's, it, it's a, a pretty big space. It covers a lot of ground. It covers technology, culture, behaviors, but it, it's a really exciting discipline to be working in. I'm really passionate about it. I think it, be it in a in any organization, I think knowledge management has the uh, capacity to shift the needles in the right direction very quickly. Yeah. Well, thank you very much, Jim. It's been a pleasure. Yeah, no problem. Thank you, Edwin. Thank you for having me. Because you need to know is designed to bring people's experience and their knowledge forward to be shared. I'm Edwin K. Morris, and I thank you for joining in to listen to another conversation brought to you as a public service of Pioneer Knowledge Services, a nonprofit tax exempt organization with a charitable knowledge management purpose. Find us online at pioneer ks.org and add your voice to the conversation on Facebook.